Hello and welcome to Made Duchess and the Baron. <laughs> um, one of my favourite theme songs, and it is going to be relevant. It's not. I'm just doing favourite theme thong- thongs songs. Um, we will have a, a big content today talking about the relationships between MIC or Made in Chelsea and uh, the royal family. Uh, a little bit of a original kind of content. There's some articles out there, but we have our own. Um, flair to it um, as well as all our other usual great content that we have um, coming from the coronation hangover um, Duchess hello yes I'm the Duchess and what are we calling this episode Made in Windsor yeah actually I think there's an article that's kind of done something similar but yeah. we can call it Made in Windsor <laughs> I think that's fair I think good yeah so if this is your first time listening um, the Duchess and the Baron we are a married couple the Baron is British, and I'm American, obviously, um, and we do this podcast as a lovely date night each week. We talk about the Royals. Um, I'm very intrigued and love following the Royals, so I really enjoy it, and then the Baron just gives his more British male perspective on things. So welcome, everyone. Yeah, uh, this is episode 18, 19? 19. I think it's 19, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been doing it for a few months now. Um, so what's the rundown? What, what, what's, uh, what's the menu for yeah, tonight? Yeah, so we'll start off with our Royal Day in history, um, and then we'll do a couple royal events since the um, coronation, because that was our, our last big um, event, but they, they've kept busy. And then we are going to go a little bit into our royalty, um, so a little bit about Harry, but still how it applies to the royal family, and then Megan, also how it ties into the royal family, and then our royal topic of the day. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to get through. So um, with that, where would you like to start? Yeah, so let's start off with our royal day in history. So today, um, we are going to dedicate this episode to Zara Tyndall. Okay. It's her birthday today. So um, Zara and Elizabeth. At the time, Windsor? No, no, not Windsor, Phillips. Uh, sorry. Um, but Zara Ann Elizabeth Phillips was born May 15th, 1981. So she is the daughter of Anne, the Princess Royal, at St. Mary's Hospital in Paddington, London, England. Um, so she is the second child of Princess Anne, her first daughter, um, and to her first husband, Mark Phillips. And she's the grandchild of Queen Elizabeth II. Her brother is Peter Phillips. um, But neither of them hold any titles or styles. And that was a decision made by Princess Anne and Mark Phillips. Um, So they they still could, you know, they are still prince and princess. But Mm. their parents chose not, you know, them to kind of lead, I guess, as more normal life as you can. Um, which we know Edward and Sophie also made that decision for their children, even though they are technically, I guess, prince and princess. They just don't use, they, they don't have those titles. Um, so yeah, so a little bit about Zara. We have talked about her probably actually quite a few times on the podcast. Um, but so she is a very accomplished equestrian. So just like her mother. Um, She won team and individual medals at world competitions, and at the 2012 Summer Olympics in London, she was part of the silver medal-winning equestrian team event. 
Um, and then in 2011, she married English rugby player Mike Tyndall, which we've talked about. He was on that reality show. The British I'm a celebrity. One. Get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah. He did pretty good. Um, and then they share, they have two daughters and one son. So, nice. yeah. So now she is Zara Phillips Tyndall, but originally Phillips. Well, happy birthday if yeah. you're listening, Zara. Yes. Yeah. She's 42 today. Jeez. Still young. Yeah, no, I just always <laughs> I just always remember Zara being young. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, she still looks great. Yeah, yeah, she does look well. Yeah. Her and Mike look like they're always having a fun time. They do. That is very true. We'd be yeah. friends with them. I, it, would would we? We, yeah. we? We would. Okay. I mean, lovely. I think you'd be okay with that. Yeah. He's I, I into like sports. <laughs> yes. You could, you could, you could talk say about. he's into sports. <laughs> he's a World Cup rugby winner. Yeah. He's into yeah. sports. Just be like, oh, I was... You know, you playing rugby the other day. I don't know. It's like if we were friends with J.J. Watt. I know it's different. I know it's American football, but we just learned he, he's now part owner of Burnley, um, who the Baron has ties with. His family has season tickets, and J.J. Watt plays for the Cardinals, who's our uh, American football team. Side tangent, but we were really excited. So I guess that's Lady C's... Lover and Lady C. Yep. That's who have the season tickets. Yeah, I hope I hope they get to sit next to JJ Watt. That would be great. I don't know, he's a big dude. There won't be much space next to it. You'd be like, uh Hey, I, I would I would be like, Yeah, okay, you can take half my seat if I get to sit next to you. I mean you probably take about half a seat anyway, <laughs> but Um Yeah, a little bit of tangent there, but yes, that is our royal day in history. Um Splendid. Yes. And then we will get into some of our Royal events, um, and we've kind of, I think, tried to consolidate our royal events. Sometimes they get really long, but now we're just trying to pick, I think, the ones I, that pique our interest, right? Um, and the ones we usually talk about on our Instagram page. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so there's probably other royal events going on, but just kind of a disclaimer. Um, I think at one point, there, there was just a lot of events, and we couldn't cover it all, and then our episodes would be like three hours. And some of them were. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're trying to consolidate them. But um, yes, yeah, so our first royal event. So last weekend, now, last weekend. Not last weekend, but. Yes, I know. The week mean. from this last weekend um, was the coronation. And we recorded our episode Tuesday, Monday. It was Monday. Anyway, so where we left off, um, we did not, I think. Um, we released our episode before the garden party. So it was the second coronation garden party. And this one was hosted at Buckingham Palace, but it was hosted by Kate and Will, William. And um, the previous one was the king and queen bef- right before the coronation. But this one was hosted by Kate and Will. And they, they said on their um, Instagram page or social media that they were celebrating people who do extraordinary things. Um, that was nice. like, yeah. So that was on Tuesday. So um, Catherine and William were there, Edward and Sophie, Princess Anne, and the Duke and Duchess of Gloucester. Um, and there's some really nice pictures. But I think the biggest takeaway that people got were, so Kate and Sophie were both wearing like kind of like a lighter blue. Um, and everyone loved their outfits. But they were repeat. They were both repeat outfits. So I think that is... Um, appropriate right they probably spent lots of money on these 
on their beautiful gowns for the coronation. So I, I, I think it was appropriate for them to do, you know, like a repeat outfit. Oh, wait, wait. So they worn them in the coronation earlier? No, no. So uh, both in, in of them. In another occasion previously. Yeah. So both of them previously wore their outfits to Royal Ascot. So Kate wore it in 2019. She was in a blue dress by Ellie Saab. I think that's how you say it. Um, and then Sophie wore repeat. Um, she wore it at the Royal Ascot in 2022. And it was Susanna London. And as we know, Susanna London made a lot of her gowns and what she was wearing for Coronation Weekend. So, yeah. So they didn't wear these to the Coronation or any of those events. But in the last previous year, and Kate's was, I mean, they were both, I think, favorites. Um, when they wore them the first time and this time too, I think people loved it. So, so that was nice to yeah, see. Yeah, nice touch. Yeah. And then the men wore suits and top, nice top hats. So that was nice. Suits, 60, I don't, I, I, I don't really. Nobody did ever know if you were in the same suit. Yeah, but no. So they looked really nice in their top hats, which is, we don't get top hats really in the U.S. So that's always a nice no, no. touch. No, you never really had them, did you? No, no. Not mm-hmm. even in the uh, the Gilded Age? Did they have them then? Well, maybe. I don't know. That show hasn't come back yet. No, but I mean, it was also a period of time. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that period of time hasn't come back either. Yes, I know. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about the Gilded Age. Do you? Yes, I watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> did they wear top hats? I think they did. Probably. I think they did. Yeah. The London style. Yeah. In America. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So that is um, the garden party. I always get excited about garden parties. There was a little discussion I think I saw that was like, are garden parties outdated? Like, should we get rid of them? I personally... Wait, who don't. said that? It was just like I saw it on social media that people were like going back and forth, you know, on that discussion topic, I guess. What having a party outside... <laughs> We should move on from that. I think they were talking specifically about like the Buckingham Palace, you know, uh, like the royal garden parties. Like, oh, is it dated? But I, I really dated. like it. I mean, I, I mean, lots of course it's dated. It's a tradition. Yeah, but I really but like then it. Then again, getting married at a church could all be seen as dated if you True. look at it like that. That's absolute bullshit. No, garden parties. You just you just hope, hope for good weather. Yeah. Well, but look, no, there's, like it's a summer British garden parties are amazing. Like it's. It's never going to be like blistering hot. Um, you have snakes or nasties. Um, you get I wasps. thought you have one snake. Yeah, well, it's not at the garden well, party. Well, might. You never know. Sneak through. Get rid of garden parties. I know. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, people will talk about anything nowadays, right? Argue about anything. So so I, I did see that, um, which was interesting. I was like, always, I will always probably love garden parties. Unless they drastically change. I look forward to them. Would you like to have a garden party at a house? That'd be nice. I feel like we just wouldn't have like the same ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Since it's in a neighborhood and not in a royal estate. Yeah, but I mean like if we had like a garden party at like a winery, that, that'd be nice. Like our wedding. <laughs> A little bit more not, expensive. Not so, much, not so much a garden party then. Just I mean, it was outside, and you had lots of greenery around you. Yeah. Okay. You could say it's a garden, a garden of wine. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good name for a vineyard. <laughs> yeah. There we go. A wine garden. Yeah. 
You can have them here. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, going on to the next royal event. So, it was the Royal Windsor Horse Show. The end of last week, I guess. Well, yeah, last week. Um, so, I think the first day Prince Edward was seen, he was, like, on this model horse with, like, what looked like a VR set on his head. Um, so, he posted photos of that. So, that looked fun. Um, but I think the real star um, was Lady Louise, wait, Lady Louise, so Prince Edward and um, Sophie's daughter, she actually took part in it. Um, so, let's see. Um, yes, so she took part in the Paul Roger meet of the British Driving Society on day four of the show. So, she was carriage driving at the event, um, and her parents were obviously there watching her, I'm sure internally rooting her on. You know, they looked very proud. Um, but it was a nice nod, I think, to Prince Philip, because as we know, he was very into carriage driving, and that was her grandfather so so that was nice to see looks she looked great too you know last week we talked about kind of i don't know this little transformation she's had transform from what i don't know i guess maybe maybe a girl to a lady or i, I don't know how you a woman yeah, a woman <laughs> she is not a woman but um no but she 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 looked really nice there too and yeah you can see her here i'm just showing the the Baron, she, she, she's there carriage driving. We don't have this in the U.S., so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, no, no. It looks very um, Downton. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. So that took part last week, and let me just get to here we go. Okay. Let me just get to where... I was going, um, so the next event, Eurovision. Yes. Are you excited about this one? Yes. We did watch all four hours of the finale last night. Well, well we, we kind of skipped through. No, but we watched like at least three we quarters of We watched all of the contestants, and then we, we skipped. Yeah, what did my parents, so my parents obviously, this is the first time they've like heard or seen Eurovision. How do you think they liked it? Probably better that they'd had a decent amount to drink <laughs> before we put it on. That's I mean, uh, there was definitely some interesting um, performances, I'll say. Well, I was saying to um, Anani this morning, uh, I was like, have you have you heard of it? Because she was saying, what do we do for our daughter's birthday yesterday? Because it was our daughter's birthday as well. And, oh, the uh, oh, figgy puddings are done. Yes. Okay, we will be on pause. Okay, so we're back. We've got some pastries. Um, so podcast pastries. Podcast pastries. I like that. <laughs> uh, you know what? That'd be a good. That'd be a good brand. Maybe I'll. Make we'll, we'll make some podcast pastries with um, what was it? Garden. What was it? The garden party. No, the wine. The. What was the name we were just saying? We called it. Garden wine, wine garden, the wine garden podcast pastries. Something like that, yeah. I'll make two logos on Canva. There we go. That's our sponsor of the week, Canva. <laughs> um, so I was talking to her and Nanny about um, Eurovision, and I said, you know, and showed her some videos of her daughter kind of dancing. So she's just turned three, so she was kind of all about it. And obviously, the the, the language is um, usually sung in the native language, so from uh, Italian to Albanian and stuff like that. 
Uh, but I did say we, we had to skip some of the the scenes. Um, the dar- there are some like dark some dark ones, ones um, and then just some more not child appropriate, like kind of nineteen eighties German grunge club kind of yeah. bondage leather that type of stuff. So anyway, it has changed over the past. I mean. 10, 20 years where it's become a lot more artistic and a lot more people are, are trying to do shock shock value kind of stuff yeah. just to, um, sometimes it works, it has in the past. There was once a Swedish band, I think the last time Sweden won it, they were just, uh, it was a rock band, we, we mentioned before, dressed as, as monsters, like with a lot yeah. of kind of, so it has worked in the past, so I think some of them have gone through that. But we, we did watch Eurovision. Um, well, and this, I know what you're going to kind of go on to, but it was that was a nice touch when you'd already seen it before. I'd have loved to have, for you not to have seen that clip of Kate and then mm. just come upon it. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. They, they're having like Eurovision juniors as well. I hope that's not as dark. As I, no, I think <laughs> so they've done it for a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was cute. Um yeah, so we watched that last night, um, and me and my mom, we actually guessed who the winner was. The boys already knew who it was, so that wasn't fair. We made a bet, and um, me and my mom didn't know who'd won. The boys obviously did, but we chose the right one, and they were trying the, the their hardest <laughs> to be like, no, that's not it, but in the end, we won without cheating because we didn't know who, who won. Um but yes, tying this back to the Royals. So we got a little glimpse of Kate. Um, so she she was playing the piano. Um, it, what, what was it? It was a grand, a black grand piano. And it was filmed in the Crimson Drawing Room at Windsor Castle. So you can see her there. She's playing the piano. Um, so paired with last year's winners to perform their winning number in a pre-recorded segment. She plays part of it on the piano. Um, and she's just smiling, and I don't know, it's very elegant and nice, and she's wearing this beautiful one-shoulder bl- bright blue gown, and I think the blue is to represent Ukraine, yep. right? Um, because if you aren't familiar with Eurovision, Ukraine won last year, so they would have hosted it, but with everything going on, it was actually hosted in the UK um, in, Liver- in Liverpool, um, but still obviously representing Ukraine um, and them as the last year's winners. Um, so, yeah, so I think the blue gown was to kind of represent that connection to Ukraine. So, so that was really powerful. Um, and she just looked beautiful. Like her hair was oh, nicely oh. curled. Like, I mean, it, it, it was amazing. And her dress was Jenny Packham. And her earrings actually belonged to uh, the late Queen Elizabeth II. Um, so a little shout out there. Um, and, yeah, it was just. It, I, it was a delightful surprise. I know you don't like, the bear doesn't like the word delightful. Um, but I was delighted when I saw that. <laughs> oh, I think it's a word delight for some reason. It's not like it's a new word. It's just come out of everywhere and all these companies saying it's a new company jargon. We need to delight our clients. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it was a really nice surprise. Like, I don't know it was. It if was a nice anyone expected. expected that. So... It, it's nice to see them. I mean, as far as I know, and I've just started, I think, really following the Royals probably within the last, I don't know, nine months, of weeks. maybe <laughs> nine months. But it definitely seems like some of the engagements they're doing and things like that are are becoming like wider 
are targeting a wider audience, right? Um, with, with, you know, so especially like Eurovision, um, which which yeah, is nice. I mean, they're just they're just everywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A part of that's probably because we're looking. Yeah, that's true, but still, but yeah, and and um, I I'd actually forgotten that Kate can play the piano, um, because she did play at the at the televised Christmas concert at Westminster Abbey in twenty twenty one. So we have seen her play before. But I don't know, just you forget and then you're like, Oh my gosh, she can play the piano and you're just wowed again. I wish I could play the piano. I can do like one little key. It's not a ballad, but you know you know like when you're young you learn like little just quick musical numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I can play um I'm 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 gonna call bull on whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> Brian Adams, nineteen ninety-two uh, uh, sure. hit. Sure. Everything I do. Because mm-hmm. you, um, with okay. Kevin Costner and, and Robin Hood, well, was that next, number one for thirty-two weeks? Well, next episode, we'll we'll have to have you do a nice little little piano number then. Yeah, bring me a piano. Bring yeah. me a baby grand. Okay. Yeah. Well, my well, my parents do have a piano, so we'll film you there. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay. Um, so that kind of brings us. Um, These podcast pastries are very good. I'm not. I, I don't really like onions, onions too much, but they, the flavors to the onions are good. But you have to take them before I eat them all. Yeah, don't eat them. There's a, a lot. Um, should we always have podcast pastries? Well, yeah, we can call them podcast pastry. I don't think they have to be always pastries because pastries are fattening, and then. Also, I mean, these are like minis. If you eat like half of them, yeah, they're fattening, but these are quite many. It's like the saying, which is heavier. like bites. Is a ton of bricks heavier than, or a a ton of feathers? If you have a ton of pastries, it's still a ton of meat. Same concept. That is very good. Mm. Oh, everyone. Podcast pastries. Who has a Trader Joe's by them? Get the. Do, do you remember what it was called? Trader Joe's. I can get the box. I don't think it says podcast pastries. You know, before the end of the podcast, I will go get the box, and this is going to be our sponsor. I think it was this just is cheese, good. cheese, caramelized onion and pastry. Yeah, that was that's it. what it is. But I'll I'll, I'll find the the official I don't think title. It has a special brand name. It's really good. It's Trader Joe's brand. Um, sorry, tangent. Um, so yeah, this kind of brings us. So the Earthshot Prize. Um, last year, are you familiar with the Earthshot Prize? I know we've talked about it before, but, um, so. I've heard you grumbling about it. <laughs> you, would you like me to explain, or that this is just a quick little. Something about the environment, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, so would you like me to describe it, or just kind of say my spiel? Yeah, do we? so they have like an annual award ceremony and basically it celebrates groundbreaking solutions to repair our planet so last year it was in boston we saw the prince and princess of wales in boston for the awards and they basically award um we talked about this last week edward no he's a duke of edinburgh award that's different than their sharp price this is a tree or something he didn't plant a tree but that was for earth day not oh. for the Earthshot Prize. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the... Um, Do you think we'll get into a problem where too many people are planting trees and we've got too many trees? Too much oxygen and we need some more CO2? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I guess that that's the very high-level overview. Um, 
But so this year, they're obviously going to have the awards and they just announced they're going to have it in Singapore in November 2023. So we can expect to see the Prince and Princess of Wales in Singapore for the awards. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I think I have to have a big security detail on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's exciting. Just with everything going on. Mm-hmm. That's true. But um, yeah, so November, we'll be doing an episode on that. Um, yeah, so that is maybe from the UK. Oh, I was gonna say maybe from Singapore, wouldn't that be cool? Um, no, no yeah, it might actually we'll be, be from the, the UK. UK. Um, yeah, so that is everything I think related more to Kate. Um, so next, I was just gonna talk about the Kensington Palace social media game. We kind of talked about this last week, it's been increasingly like getting a lot better. They're doing a lot more reels, oh definitely my God. doing I the this coordination. No, Kensington Palace, like the, so, the social yeah, media Yeah, I know game. what you mean yeah. now, but I was, like, I was like, you're looking at me like, oh, have we spoke about this? I don't know there's a social media game that Kensington Palace have released. Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, so they've been doing so much better. Like, a lot of it does feel pretty close to real time. They're doing more reels, doing more behind the scenes, like, just on top of it, releasing stuff all the time. Um, and I think a lot of this can be um, kind of, Attributed, so they did hire a digital content creator. His name's George Fuller. It actually just came out. I think we just found out a few days ago, but I think he's probably part of this big transformation. I'm sure there's others, you know, with this as well. Is but his um, name kind of credited more or something? Is his name on the credits? Or um, no, no. Th- this is actually from a- another account that found oh, okay. out who it was. Um, but yeah, Kensington Palace digital content creator. Um, yeah, and even like, so the, they did behind the scenes of the coronation, so they did kind of a, a sneak peek of that on Instagram and Twitter, but then on YouTube, you got to see kind of the whole thing. I didn't think it was exactly like behind the scenes how they described it, but it was a really good like overview and and content that you wouldn't necessarily see with, you know, something like that, and then obviously the Eurovision was really good. I'm sure it w- that wasn't just him, but that was very impressive. You said there was a drone in there. That's what the Baron said. Yeah, well, I mean, you can tell with some of the shots. I, I think I, I think it's probably just the direction that they're doing. Uh, did you did you have to take two? These are like small little pastries, and you took. Yeah, you can get it in one. You had to do two bites. Well, I did two because I, if I took one bite and I didn't like it, then I didn't have to finish it. After seeing, I've already eaten three. You thought you might not like it. Yeah, it is good. So don't eat all of them. Um, um, so no, I think to, to your point, the what you're saying or what you've been seeing is uh, it's not edgy. It, it's just more. It's um, not. It's not. Edgy. It's just more stylistic to what you'd expect from um, a social media account. Yeah, a social media. Yeah, a, a social media account or um, just a, a good uh, production company. Yeah. Exactly, and that—that's what I think. I think if you you look at uh, an ESPN Sports Center or Sky Sports, and you see like kind of for the F one, I'll use the F one because we talk about F F one every week. Um, you know when they do the, the kind of the previews and all that, it, it looks more just it's it's cleaner, it's quick, it's just very, um, yeah, just very professional, like a, a good production company rather than a um, 
we've got this intern lady C's doing our socials at Kensington Palace this week. Well, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tell Lady C's lover to uh, you know go talk to George Fuller and see see what he can do. Um, but no, so there's a couple of thoughts I had on this. Um, so one, I was wondering when this push is it geared obviously towards a younger crowd, right? That's on social media and things like that because we know that's not where their the the royal's popularity is um but also too uh, and i think you see this with the coronation content obviously that content's come out after the coronation but if you have content like that coming out on social media kate and will don't necessarily have to be doing engagements for people to you know quote unquote see them right if they are releasing content regularly even if it's from the coronation because this is stuff people haven't seen this is like a little insight into the background like i think that does kind of fill that void of quote unquote always having to like see them don't you think yeah just regurgitate some previous footage and well that's um what's what's the what's the term um where you want to be is it om- omnipresent or where you just want to be kind of everywhere um, mm-hmm. and you can just reuse footage or, um, no, absolutely. You made a really good point. I think it, when we did the, the popularity contest uh, episode, um, that the age group was the, uh, probably the kind of the 18 to, to 35 that, or 25 that wasn't really, didn't care mm-hmm. so you, you you need to be able to connect with those and i think that's what the royal family has always been trying to do is yeah how do we always connect with that next generation similarly to um the church yeah. speaking in the english that you know yeah. how how do we um i'm not you know particularly religious but i i, I know that they were always thinking how do we stay relevant mm-hmm. and i think yep. that's what they're doing with this yeah and um one interesting point i think i saw um kind of on social media, the discussions, um, was, you know, there's always been, I don't know if it's necessarily rumor kind of confirmed. I don't know. I don't know what you'd say. But, you know, kind of this not competition, but between, I guess you could say the houses, right? So between the PR and, and the firm yeah, yeah, yeah. team behind the King and Queen and Kate and Will and things like that. So someone did make an actual good point and said, uh, Kate and Will maybe before because their finances were probably directly tied to Charles, right? Um, maybe Charles didn't want them to get, or or that side of the firm didn't want them to get kind of all this praise and all of that, right? Overshadow the king and, 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 and queen. I know they weren't Prince and Camilla at the time. Um, but now, excuse me, um, they have the Duchy of Cornwall. So now they have their own funds that they can go into to start putting money into, you know, these initiatives that they probably see are really important and stuff like that. So it was an interesting point. Obviously, I don't know if, if, if that's the reason or whatnot, but I do think it is compelling to say that now they do have the funds from Duchy of Cornwall. So they don't have to go to Charles, right, to be like, oh, hey, can I have some money? And I don't know if that's how it worked, but... They they do have that freedom to kind of use that those funds where they need to. So so maybe they were like, we need. Hopefully, I hope they were like, we need to have a more more social media presence. And then they hired this George Fuller, and I think he's actually worked within the f- the firm. I don't know if you'd call it the you know, but I think he does have background within 
the firm, I guess yeah. you'd say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah we so probably had some different ideas. Yeah, yeah. A, a fresher, fresher take. I don't know how old he is. I don't know if he's like a, what gen, gen he is. But no, they, no, it looks They good. might it be starting good. a TikTok soon. You never know with this. Oh, <laughs> might be a bit I dangerous with yeah. China. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really interesting. Just wanted to shout out their socials and um, say how good it was. Um, last topic before we get onto our topic of the week. Um, and this does tie back into the royal family. So a little bit about Harry. Do we need to play our scandalous music yet? Oh, yeah. Which one is it? So, so, so scandalous. Oh, go. that was quick. Okay. Yeah, it's, you, you, you just got to okay. put a pastry in um, <laughs> Yeah. Do you want me to do it again so you can put the pastry in No, it's okay. I'll do it oh. three times and <laughs> should give you enough time. No, it's okay. Um, so, yeah. So, this is a little bit of update. As we know, Harry is among a group accusing the Mirror Group newspaper of unlawful information information gathering and the newspaper group is contesting the claims um mgn denies senior executives at the publisher of daily mirror sunday mirror and sunday people wow knew about the practices and failed to stop them um so so yeah so we've kind of been following this but anyways i think within the last week so we know omid Scobie, right he's the one who wrote that, I guess, unofficial biography of Prince Harry and Meghan. He was on their Netflix documentary. He is kind of their mouthpiece. He always goes on Twitter, like, before, you know, he was the one that was talking about Frogmore Cottage, and they'd been evicted. Um, he is close to them, regardless of what he says. I mean, and, like, you have to be really blind to, to not think that. Um, but anyways, so he was called to the stand. He was called to give evidence on day four of the high court case brought against MGN. And I don't know, just because I know his background or we know his background and his relationship with Harry and Megan, I just really can't take him seriously. Like, because I feel like there is like a conflict of interest. Um, but basically what he came and said was um, at the time when he was a journalism student. So he was like an intern. He spent a week at the Sunday People um, as an intern. And he claims he was given a list of mobile numbers followed by a detailed verbal description of how to listen to voicemails as if it were a routine news gathering technique. Um, and then, which, which I was like, okay, I mean, he's an intern. He's there for a week. Odd. I mean, that seems like a lot of power to give. Like, an intern, you're probably like, go get me coffee. You're not like, oh, okay, I am going to put you to listen no, to voice. It's busy work. This is, yeah. Right? Like, this and then. So, he does say he recalls during one of those days in the office, the editor, Pierce Morgan, came over to talk to someone about a story relating to Kylie Minogue yeah, yeah, yeah. and her then-boyfriend, James Gooding. So Mr. Morgan was asking how confident they were in the reporting and was told that the information had come from the voicemails. So he's basically saying that, you know, executive Pierce Morgan knew this was happening and, you know, kind of let it go on and stuff. Um, and then um, Andrew Green for the group accused Mr. Scobie of a false memory and being a mouthpiece for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex after co-authoring a book about them finding freedom, which, I mean, I think anyone... Unless you're like super Harry and Megan would also 
would also think that. Um, but he denied having a vested interest. What I'm doing right now is giving ammunition to the tabloids to continue calling me his friends. Um, so, yeah, he said, I'm a member of the press trying to do my job. What I am doing today is making my life more difficult. Again, like, he, I don't know. I, I, I think, like, for Ma- for one of, like, Megan's trials, too, he kind of went and, and I don't know, I don't think it was proven, but I know there were, like, rumors that he lied, and, and, and I can't say enough on that because I don't know enough about those. Um, of course, it's horseshit. But, but, yeah, I'm like, okay, so you were there. Like, I just don't understand how you could give that His much power to an intern. I, I don't think what he's saying is false. I think he's lying about how he's come about this information. Yeah. Of course it happened. Of course, that, that's mm-hmm. what the, the, they all were doing it. He, he knows that that was probably one of the tactics. Yeah. So he's just, he's, he's probably created this story. It's probably piece, it's pieced together truths from probably something that mm-hmm. he's heard of other people. But there is no chance that you give an intern that, yeah, that, that type of work. Of, and that's yeah. where the whole story just falls down. Exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm not denying that they weren't yeah. doing that because I'm... I'm um, yeah, they were, they were doing it. Like, you know, I think it's been he's proven just, even to princess. He's promotion It's like, this yeah, is like, no, like no publicity, bad publicity for this, this guy. But he just needs to stop because he's literally like Megan and uh, O-M-I-D and then it's S-C-O-B-I-E. So going back to that, so he talks about Pierce Morgan, right? Um, as we know, Pierce Morgan has been extremely critical would you say critical on yeah. Megan, yeah. especially Megan and Harry as well? Um, so obviously, from his perspective, those are his buds. Um, so yeah, I mean, why not attack him? But um, I would like to bring up. So with Pierce Morgan, this is really interesting, and this is where it ties more into the royals. Um, so we know Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugenie; they are the children of Prince Andrew. Um, but what was it like a month or so ago? They were seen out like at a, a like a, a not an intimate, but it was a small like it wasn't a big group like a, a group gathering, like at lunch or something, talking and hugging with Pierce Morgan and stuff. And as we know, like Princess Eugenie is pretty close to Harry and mm-hmm. Meghan, or probably closer than other members of the royal family. So I just thought that was really interesting as well because obviously, you know. Beatrice I mean, and Eugenie. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all shitheads. I mean, I, I, just, I was just looking at that Omid Scobie. He's, he's an interesting looking cat. Um, I think he's had some work done. Right. And and then also there's, there's this kind of thing with Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan's an absolute shithead as well. I mean, it's like... Yeah. They're all just... Uh, it's kind of the, the sound the soul type of activities for, for what yeah. it's... It's not good for him. Or five minutes of... No, they were, I, I mean, mean... Piers Morgan, one in a hundred things he actually might say is makes sense, but the the, the other 99 things of them... And he's such a, a, a turncoat. You know, he so yeah. easily would, would kind of flop. He's, mm-hmm. he, he says he, he says stuff to to create a response. And, oh, and, yeah. And, and, and in fact, I'm going to get a top-up. <coughs> um, yeah, well, let's just, let, let's just finish this... Real quick, and then okay. and then we'll go on a real topic. Um, but yeah, no, I th- I think he's a shitster. Um, excuse my language. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I just thought this was interesting. I mean, I'm just tired of hearing from Omen. I think he should 
stop. Um, and he's just very, I don't know if he's really full of himself or thinks he's like hot shit, but he's not like, he just needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Is my perspective. But anyways, no, and I just thought it was interesting how the other royals, obviously, I don't know if you'd say they're friendly with Piers Morgan, but after all, after everything she, he said about Meghan and Harry, like you would think at least Eugenie, who they portrayed and said is at least very close with Harry, you would think, you know, she would probably be like, mm, you've said some whatever things. I don't know. Loyalties, right? But maybe there are no loyalties. And maybe that's just that. So, okay. We are going to go for a quick wine break. All right. We're back. And we have our royal family and Made in Chelsea crossover, which is Made in Windsor. Coming on to CBS this fall. Let's wait for the beat to drop. So, um, for those of you that don't know what Made in Chelsea is, um, MIC, it was uh, probably, I remember when uh, I was actually listening to the radio, trying to think, I think it was quite newly out of university as a graduate, I think I was on a long um, business meeting, um, journey from Dorset back to, to close to London, just driving. I was listening to, I think it was like Radio 1, they were talking about the show and, and what it was about, their whole idea. And it was actually one of the, uh, Hugo, who is one of the, uh, he's not a character, he's not an actor, he's one of the reality stars in it. Um, he came up with the idea, and I think he got it from uh, The Hills. From saying, uh, he was well, like, Stephanie Pratt comes on it. Well, so. well there you go, yeah. And I think he, he'd, he'd basically realised, and I think there is a connection here, and I'll, I'll get to it later, that a connection that you probably don't realise, which will be a nice little treat for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were a big Hills, Laguna Beach fan. Um, the you, original OC? Yeah, the original. Or the real OC, the real sorry. OC. Your girl, Kristen Cavallari, messages me at least three times I a week. I wish she messaged you. If she messaged you, I'd be like, dang. Oh, no, she does. She's trying to sell me shit. <laughs> um, but... The idea he got was from that, and he thought his group of friends had quite a bit of glamour and stuff, and and he helped kind of get it going. So he probably still makes money from it. I don't, I don't, I don't. He's probably a producer or something. Maybe I, I you know, this is something that I've heard, and I, I believe it to be true. Um, so anyway, so made in Chelsea. If you're not aware of it, I think I'm trying to see. If we 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 used to always get a VPN. Right, no, it. we watched it on Hulu. On Hulu, they had it for a hot second. So we've actually we haven't really seen the latest right. season. So we probably will mostly talk about the original cast. Yeah, because um, we probably watched. I mean, there's a lot of seasons, so we did watch a big chunk. But on Hulu, they had it on there for a hot second. We could we could watch it on the VPN now. On yeah, E4. but I mean, I I like the original cast. I feel like if yeah, they, they, they've tried to, they've done well to extend. So um, the, the the original cast are similar age to. Uh, to me and you uh, mm-hmm. in terms of because some of them are a little bit older than others so the journeys are quite uh, not, not, not quite similar but you you, you kind of grew up with their storylines a little bit more and it yeah. has been going on for, for a long long time like what 13 years now yeah I mean a while there's 12, a lot of seasons 12 years maybe 12 mm-hmm. years which is a long time for a reality show yeah but anyway hugely popular um, and some I think especially with the original cast 
there were some really good characters. Do you call mm-hmm. characters reality star? What would you call them? Yeah, I mean they're the, they're the character in that show. It's just a really good individuals uh, cast. Like the, the some of it was just bloody funny. Yeah, and it didn't. Some of it felt obviously it, a lot of it was kind of contrived and scripted, but some of it felt pretty raw, which I don't think you got in necessarily some of the other reality shows out at the time. Um, but uh, the Duchess and we actually thought we in the Instagram uh, content that we had, um, you had a. I'm, I'm babbling here. Talk, just take yeah. take over the mic. Yeah. So I'm going to give a little bit of background on um, why we kind of came about to this diving into more of this made in Chelsea um, royal family like connection relationship um, because it is pretty random. Like we didn't just choose this. Um, but so Millie McIntosh in particular. So I follow her on Instagram. She has two little ones that are very close to our little one's age so I, I just follow her a lot for like her like you know things that she's going through as a mom and, and as a wife and things like podcast that called that shows? I'm oh, gonna sorry. get to that um so yeah so I've always followed her and then she started her pop podcast mom lemmas and more with her friend Charlie Bowd so they're the two hosts they have different guests every week um and then they just literally talk about mom lemmas so dilemmas that all moms face um and even you know, them being in the UK and obviously having probably a way more lavish lifestyle than us. But I mean, there's a lot of things I think I do relate to what they talk about on their on their Instagram. So on the latest episode, um, I think it's like ghosting. It's called ghosting. And then there's something after that. But her latest episode, I heard her do a little snippet the week before where she talks about Meghan Markle and her friendship relationship. And I'd always heard rumors that they had a friendship and it was a bad falling out and like just all the all rumors, basically. So I never really knew the true story, but I was definitely intrigued because of everything that you've heard with Megan. And I feel like nothing has ever really been confirmed. Um, But how Millie, Millie was just basically talking about her experience of being ghosted and it was by <coughs> Megan. So I was just very intrigued because I was like, okay, so this is coming from someone's firsthand account of what they've experienced with Megan. Obviously, there's two sides to every story, but I feel like it's very rare to get this Um, because with Megan, you hear a lot of rumors of how she's treated her friends, which is not very good or just how she's treated people in generally. Um, So so that's what kind of drew me. I already listened to her podcast, but I was like, oh my gosh, so excited. And and, and I, I think I did a poll of like, who actually cares about this on our Instagram? And a lot of people cared. So it made me excited that I wasn't the only one. Because this is, you know, it is more royalty than I think, you know, royal factor. However yeah, you want yeah, yeah. you, you want to call it. So I'm just going to kind of give a roundup of what she did say on her podcast. And then this is kind of get, getting us into our, our topic. Um, so... Yeah, so it was her podcast on May 10th. If you want to listen to it, I think it's about nine, at the 19.30 mark, 19 minute, 30 second mark. Um, that's when she actually starts talking about it. But so she reveals she became friends with Megan around eight years ago when the pair met at a, a hotel opening in Istanbul, Turkey. So at the time, she said she was a fan of Suits or she watched Suits. She was a fan 
Um, she was not with Hugo at the time, and Megan was not with Harry. I think they both just recently got divorced, so they met at the bar, and they were both ordering drinks at the same time and just started chatting, and they really got along well, and one of, I think, the, the reasons why they clicked was they were kind of bonding over, you know, getting divorced and, and commonality and things like that. Um, so she, she said, you know, they had a great night. They were just drinking, having fun, whatever. And then they stayed in touch. And then Megan, I think, would come to the UK and Millie would show her places, you know, to go out in London and, you know, just people to know and things like that. And they'd go out to brunch or attend yoga classes. Um, but so so it sounded like all everything was all good. And then Millie said that the last time she saw Megan was in September 2016 when the two were pictured together during a girls weekend at Soho Farmhouse in Oxfordshire. So what I thought, and this is her quote, what I thought was going to be a day of yoga and chilling ended up being rosé and margaritas in the pool. She said, adding that she and Markle had a really fun afternoon. And this is literally, so there's a picture of them on the bikes from this weekend. And this is literally the only picture I could actually see of them together that I found on Google. There, there could be more, but with, with what I was looking for this is all I found. Um, and then, so she did say during that trip, Megan admitted that she had been messaging Prince Harry after the two were introduced by a friend. And then she said she didn't really ask too much of it, didn't think too much. Um, but if only I had known, <laughs> she says. So about a month later, the news of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle broke in the press. So Millie decided to reach out to Meghan. Um, just to, I think, you know, from her perspective, it seemed like she was really just coming out of a place of, like, just checking in on our friend, right? Like, this is a lot. This would be a lot for anyone. Um, so she just said, hey, I hope you're okay thinking of you. And she she didn't say exactly oh. what Megan sent back, but she basically was just like, it was a very, she sent a really abrupt response that was unlike any of our communication before. And she just said she felt Megan basically told her to F off, um, which I was like, okay, Wow. Wow, like, if someone's just checking on, like, don't even, res I mean, it's, like, I don't know. That's a bit much. And then she said that's the last time she heard from her again. Um, and then, so this is just, like, Millie's perspective on it, and, and she's kind of, I think, just going through what was going through her mind. So she says her take on it was, like, maybe Megan thought that she was going to be royal now, and then she couldn't be associated with, like... A reality, a reality star. star, even though, like, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about her background. Yeah, but, um, but I, and we've had comments on this post, and I think what initially drew her to Millie was probably her background and connections and things like that. But it kind of seemed like when she didn't need her anymore, she was just like, okay, bye, F off. Like, at least, yeah. you know what? Like, you don't need to be like, F off. Like, ghosting's horrible, but I mean, you can just not say anything instead of just being rude. And this is kind of the stories that we have heard from people that have been ghosted by Megan and, and how she's treated people. Um, and then she did say she was like, uh, I think our, our quick notes that we had in our post, um, a couple other things that we kind of gotten out of it was um, Millie said she'd never met Harry. So the press rumors that she'd introduced them or was helping them plan their wedding or anything like that are false. And then, but she did say at the end, she was like, Megan was really fun. Um, so she was a fun time. So I guess Megan is a fun 
won't say party girl, but they were drinking rosé and margaritas. So she definitely has knows how to have a good time. Um, but yeah, and I think, you know, Millie was very calm about it, collected. And I think she just looks back like it was a long time ago. So I think she was like, yeah, at the time I was a little upset. I think she was more hurt, right, than anything. She she thought she was her friend and then that's how she kind of treated her. She's like, obviously now I'm past it. But she did say she was like, it would be interesting to see like what Megan's perspective is about it because there's always two sides to every story. Um, but yeah, I was like, I mean, if any friend did that, I think that's a bit shitty. Um, but yeah, so this is what got us down like this rabbit hole. Um, we first saw that and then I think putting connections. So Millie is now married to Hugo and we're going to get more into this, but like him and his circle of friends, they have connection to like the actual Royal family members, not Megan. (laughs) Um, I guess the OG Royal family members, um, coming from that background because I mean, some of them what are considered aristocracy, which is kind of the next level yeah, below. I don't know if you'd say below the royal family, but they the go same, in the same, same level, circles, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, so that's the background of how we kind of got here. And we got a lot of comments on the post. Um, it was really interesting. I think most people had the same kind of opinion. I think we did, you know, like seems like there's a pattern of her kind of using the people that she, you know, when she needs them. And then after she's just like, okay, done. There were some people on the opposite side too as well, which, you know, everyone is free for their opinion. But um, I don't know, looking at the situation, I was like, well, Millie probably should just be grateful that that's how it ended. Just looking at everything that's happened now, <laughs> especially before kids and everything get, get involved. Right. So. Yeah. Um, so I think that when, when we were thinking about doing this, th- this topic piece, it was more about, um, you know, the Duchess has said that she, she likes Millie's. Um, you've listened to her podcast for quite some time and you told me about some of the stuff that, um, that they talk about and how it's uh, just um, topical or, or just relevant. But I think that the piece about Meghan Markle, we, we spoke about it. On, we, we try not to talk too much about Harry and Meghan because they're not... We uh, try to do it when it's related to the royal family. Yeah, sometimes we're better at it than others. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I think it's interesting. Uh, people, they, they are interested because it is a bit of it's drama, right? And that's yes. exactly what they what um, I think Megan likes. So we, we've we've talked in many times about Megan kind of utilizing people to benefit her her own path, and I don't. I think she she probably is quite conscious of where a relationship might take her, but I. I'm not saying she's like, oh, I'm going to use you until this point. This is going to get to me this. I think she's like, for where I am right now, this is a good person to be socializing with. And then I think the Harry thing came on. She's like, okay, now I actually need to um, elevate again. And this is my new circle and your beneath. So I think that part's very accurate. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of a I clip. Mean, sorry. sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to also remind everyone, she did start on like deal or no deal. Like... Well, this, this is it. This is it, and this is why we were <laughs> talking about. Real. This is why we're talking about the, the connection we've made in Chelsea and how she's kind of. I mean, we. I, I've always liked Millie from Made in Chelsea personally. She was. Um, I didn't think you know, it's supposed to be like a glamorous show, but I think there's only really Millie, Millie and Kagi that I actually thought were naturally attractive, pretty, all the others. 
they used to look down on people as like, but you you look like a, a handbag. <laughs> um, but I think Millie and Kagi were naturally uh, very pretty. So, um, but also Millie's background, her family um, founded Quality Street, which is I'm trying to think of what the US. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not like Hershey's. It's not like Cadbury, but it's. It's a, a staple within Christmases. You'll always have a, a box of Quality Street candies. It's it's just a staple of um, British candy, really. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, what what's a... What M&M's? Do you, I don't know. There's like an M&M yeah, store yeah, in New York. Yeah, no, you know what? It, that, that's probably not a, a too... You know, what, uh, are, what, what are the fancy ones? Ferrer, Rocher, or something? This fancy job. Yeah, just just something like a staple candy. Yeah, I mean M and M. Yeah, M and M's because you have like an M and M store in Vegas, in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure Quality Street's probably bought by Cadbury's. I think it is Cadbury's now. But yeah, it's it's a good example. So, had a good education, um, kind of in those circles. So for for somebody where Meghan Markle tries to show that she's in some times that she's not from much. That she had a hard life, and then and also said like deal or no deal, and then a, a relatively poor actress on um, Suits. Oh, some people might disagree no, su- suits, with you. Suits is a good show. It is, but she was she, a poor actress. I mean, she her, was not the leading actress. It was definitely um, uh, Donna. Spectre. Well, Donna from the woman. Yeah, yeah. And Donna she, yeah, was she was really a good, good actress. But I mean, I think Harvey Specter was Jessica. Jessica was really Jessica good. Jessica was well. good. She was a redhead, right? No, that's Donna. Oh, that's Jessica. Donna. Jessica was the CEO. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw glimpses of it. I kind of got into the story by default. But there was one thing that I was remembering um, where, and so this is why we're talking about it, is like it, it's more about, um, you know, her shitting on somebody or, or potentially ghosting somebody um, for when, when she's not really kind of. I, Anyone? I, yeah, and so anyway, so it, it reminded me of this, and I'm going to play this clip. Uh, the Duchess doesn't know I'm, I'm doing this, but I, I I called this way before this individual was kind of found out, and uh, I'm just thinking about this whole thing of how she uses potentially uses people to to do this, and and, and there is no way that Meghan Markle would have been on Ellen without being with Prince Harry. There's just no way that Ellen would have entertained... Well, we also know Ellen's history, and well, she's just... A shithead as well. But anyway, <laughs> just just listen to some of this, and it's just, she utilises that she is, what, Duchess of Sussex and stuff like that now. So just, just listen to this clip, and this is over a year ago. And I were talking about her doing the show. <laughs> the first thing you said to me is, I want to do one of those IFBs. Oh, I love them. Yes, yep. So uh, sometimes we have vendors on the lot here. They come and sell different things. We never know what it's going to be. So earlier, uh, we set up some hidden cameras around those vendors, and I sent Megan out to do some shopping. She wore an earpiece and had to say and do everything I told her to do, and I sent one of my writers that I named Pwama. Uh, (laughs) I just came up with Pwama. Pwama. Um, Anyway, I also gave Megan a purse. She had no idea what was in it. This is what happened. Megan, you're going to stay at the stanchions until I tell you to walk in. Okay. Allison, you are going to go over to the vendors, and you're going to say, Hi, my name is Pwama. My job is I'm the executive's assistant to the Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. Megan is here today on the lot. She'd like to come over and shop. Please treat her normally like anyone. So I'll, I'll pause that, and I think 
in 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 the video, I mean, it's worth having a look on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like Megan's kind of giddy that she's like kind of kind of rubbing shoulders with Ellen, and then she's like, "But it's the it's the fact that." And I paused at that point is because she said, "Oh, Megan, the, the Duchess of Cambridge." Yeah, she can't say Meg, just Meghan Markle. It's she wants to use that title, and, and the whole thing about that that skit that skit that she does is that she's. Um, there has to have somebody that goes up to speak to them first. Oh, it's the Duchess of Cambridge that's going to be Duchess here. Sussex. Sussex. Sorry. <laughs> Cambridge is Kate, so oh, don't get them confused. But do you know what I mean? So she's all against the royal family and the titles on that. But in this, she's just... Oh, she wants to use it for her, her own advantage. Yeah, it's just like she's this... So I, so I think when, when the whole Millie thing, when you were showing me and then she talked about it, I was like, he is absolute bullshit. And then her ex-husband was a producer. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is uh, is the same as you know. It's like a producer. Lots of actresses and actors, main actresses, I think, end up with producers because they cast people. Yeah, I mean they're decision makers. They're decision right? makers. So yeah. it's 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 kind of that, that. That's when I was looking for. There is a bit of a trend. Well, with this. I would love her ex husband to for him to do an interview. Now that would be interesting, but he has risen above it. Exactly. So I respect that. Um, so yeah, no, I mean every, I mean everything's like Duchess of Sussex. Even when she makes appearances now, I'm like, girl, what Meghan Markle isn't enough, or I mean, I guess what's technically her last name is it? What Windsor? Is it Windsor? Windsor? Mountbatten. It's Mountbatten Windsor because I know her children are Mountbatten Windsor. Anyway, so, so anyway, look, this actual part of it is going to be quite fun. But um, so we. Th- the why we're looking at it is like she she's sitting on somebody that she has pretty close ties with the royal family already. Um, when you what's it six degrees? Um, everybody's separated by six degrees. Is that the the saying? Yeah, I mean, so who are are we going to start with her husband Hugo? Because I think that on on how on how they tie into the royal because you know she she does yeah. say she hasn't met Harry. And, she says and she doesn't know Harry. She hasn't yep. met him. So yeah, but, but the degrees of separation is one degree. Exactly. So her from husband Hugo. Yeah, so Hugo, uh, I kind of mentioned at the be the, the top of the hour, um, he came up with the the idea, or was it a big component of? It was, him and Spen- was it him and Spencer? So um, him and Spencer were friends. Spencer Matthews, which we'll get into him. We'll get into he him. has a very close tie. So Hugo was actually um, rumored to have dated Princess Eugenie in two thousand and eight. Who the baronet she also went to college with. He, he so we will talk a well. little bit. I don't know her. Um, well, you guys went to school together, basically knew her. So we'll, we'll Did talk Hugo go at the same time? Did you go to school with Hugo as well? No, but I've actually got a section of that. Oh, so okay. I've got a whole section on education and how this actually ties into all these cross relationships. So again, ultimately it comes up with Megan's shitting on a, a person that's a degree of separation from the royal family. And this is before she knew Harry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, now I'm too good for you. But actually, she's kind of in very much in the same circles as the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, fuck it, if you are talking about that, this is basically class system mm-hmm. that Megan's kind of living now. Class system is, is now different in our society with social media and stuff. Um, but she's looking at it as that way. So uh, Hugo, um, Millie's husband... Uh, and, and father to kids, rumored to have dated Eugenie, friends with her, still still, still friends yeah. with her. And I would just like to tie back. So Eugenie is the one that's 
rumored to be very close with Harry and Meghan. So yeah. I do wonder if that conversation has come up before. Course, I mean, of course. It's, and she, <laughs> so he's, uh, and Hugo's also um, has met Harry. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, imagine. Because he was like, was he, some, he, he, something with the nightclub business, right? And then when Harry was involved in it and, thing, and things as well. So, so that's how he's tied to Harry, correct? Yeah, and, and obviously friends with the, the whole circles yeah. and the, 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 the kind of the, the private school boys and, and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, so so that that's her husband. Um, mm-hmm. But also, when she met um, Millie, was her long-term boyfriend before she got um, married to, I think it was at Plan B. Uh, what's his name? Steve. So I can't remember. Who? Millie's first husband. Professor Green. Professor Green, that's it, not Plan and, B. And he has a little... Arrow to William. Yeah, he was on like a talk show with William. Yeah. Um, so there's there's all these connections. So if I, for her to kind of drop her. Um, so after that, when we're looking at the Made in Chelsea cast, um, you... So, sorry. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's so weird. So when we first posted about this, we got something from the Daily Mail and it was like years ago they posted it, but they've actually just posted an updated one four days ago. And, and weirdly... From this. From this oh, wow. Oh, that's, look at that. That's crazy. Yeah, and then there was uh, an actual article that I read just before we were kind of recording this, and that was from 14 hours ago regarding Millie's actual podcast and, and what she kind of said about um, Megan. Um, all right, so so let's keep on going with this train. So oh, one sorry, I just wanted to make that Hugo connection, the actual how he knows Harry. Um, so, he, so he was rumored to have dated Princess Eugenie, but he got to know Harry via close pal Guy Pelly, who gave Hugo a promotion job at his Park Lane nightclub, Whiskey Mist. So that's, a, uh, that's, that's where I think that nightclub... Da- yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that was in his party days. He's and that's reformed. probably why the tabloids would have um, would have jumped on it, because it's like there's enough connections there to, to make it believable. Mm-hmm. Right, that it's, yeah, well, you could see where the connections are. So um, one of the other main... Uh, cast members is is Hugo uh, is Spencer Matthews. Mm-hmm. Now Spencer Matthews uh is an Etonian um schoolboy as well, so the same as Will and Harry. Yep. And he his Wait, brother So I would just like to sorry, add this little tidbit. Well if we have the Hills and Laguna Beach fans listening, I would also just like to make the connection that Spencer Matthews, because he was a bad boy Still could be. I know he's married and settled down, quote unquote, and sober. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know if I fully believe that, but he does kind of remind me of Jason from Laguna Beach and the Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's can like see, that yeah. bad boy, whatever. But no, I'm just trying to make the connection there. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, um, his brother is married to Pippa Middleton, uh, Kate's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people thought uh, Pippa was the, 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 the hottie of the Middleton sisters. Was um, she? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh, did you just get this from somewhere? That's papers. Um, anyway. But yes, so Spencer So he was at the wedding for uh, with Pippa, William and Harry, and he's seen... Um, yeah, he's obviously met. Rubbing shoulders. Well, yeah. Yeah, he is the they're, they're brother-in-law of Pippa. 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 Um, yes. Just short so. for Philippa. 
Peepa, very, come here, Peepa. <laughs> it's a very close connection there. Right, exactly. So, and um, they're obviously kind of been friends outside the show. Um, so let's talk about more uh, Etonians. Mm-hmm. So uh, Oliver Proudlock also. You went to school with him, right? Yes. So, <laughs> um, no, I didn't go to school. So I went to university. I don't know, in the US. Yeah, university. So Oliver Proudlock, he went uh, to Eton mm-hmm. and then was at Newcastle University where I went at the same time as, uh, well, he, we, we were there for the exact same years. And then Princess Eugenie was there from, I think, like... And he was at Eton the same time as Harry. Right. So so there are all these kind of crossovers there. And he attended Eugenie's wedding. Right, yeah, and they, they've been friends. So there's, there's pictures with Hugo and, and so on. So, so that's um, probably some of the main mm-hmm. connections to it. So you can understand why the, the, the papers were saying that she helped plan the wedding or introduced yeah. them to. Um, and then she was snubbed because she wasn't invited. But when you do think about that, yeah, I mean, look, there, there's a picture right here. Sorry, on the, the Daily Mail, the newest article. There is literally a picture of Spencer Matthews, Prince William, and Prince Harry all in a photo. And this is when, so, yeah, this is at Pippa and James' wedding, but they're, like, right there, and they're, like, talking to each other. So in the, the and this is kind of the last connection that I kind of have, which is quite strong, yeah, that those pictures are... Um, uh, very, well, I mean, just have a look. Anyway, um, there's a, a newer member mm-hmm. called Freddie Notchball. Okay. Who's actually the great-grandson of Lord Mountbatten. Oh, wow. He is... Wait, what's his name? Freddie. Uh, Freddie Notchball. Oh, okay. He is not in this chart, but... Yeah, and he's a, a newer cast member by, by the okay. of things. So um, that's that's the connections. So so basically, um, to kind of round this off, and then I'm going to go into a little bit of a uh, kind of a fun piece to it, where there's a few more connections, and it, it's strange. I haven't looked into this before, but when you do, you usually kind of see some stuff. So so breaking uh, research here at the Duchess and the Baron. Um, oh bollocks! Lost my train of thought. Um, breaking news. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, but ultimately. The reason we did that was to show that Megan kind of fobbed off Millie, who was mm-hmm. actually in the kind of the same circles of the royal family before she even met yeah. Harry. And it's just like... Do you think it's just like her ignorance of just... You know, obviously yeah, in the US course. it's very different. Yeah. Um, of just not realizing. But, I mean, I also don't think she's bright enough to actually think ahead of like, okay, well, if I snub this person, this can come back and hit me in the ass. Just like she's she's left the royal family. No, no, and, I don't, I you don't know. think it's going to be, I, I don't think it's going to hit, uh, hit me because I think uh, for, for us, we, we, we're not, we don't have the biggest popular opinion of her. I don't think there's going to be people that hear about no, it that have fine. a popular no, opinion. But then, like. when she, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying these people hang out all the time or things like that, but, you know, maybe one of the reasons why she, she was saying it was so difficult in the UK and with the royal family and stuff, I mean, those inner circles, they, they talk, right? It's society. It's society talk. So if she's kind of, you know, if, she, if she's not in the best light with some of them, that gossip is going to get around. And But the thing is, it's like she came, you know, she was already married. Like I spoke to my mum about Camilla, the other day, and she's like, "Well, 
they didn't want her to be with Charles because she wasn't pure. Yeah. And so if you're thinking that... Well, Megan was definitely not pure. Right, exactly. So it's like, so if she's thinking... So the other way I looked at this was, um, Millie said on the podcast that um, she got a text that didn't sound like Megan. Now, in the um, the, the, the shitty 12-hour Netflix show that they did uh, for Harry and Meghan, it said she got text from her dad that didn't sound like her dad. So the only thing I can see is maybe it was her media people saying, mm, you need to kind of cut off with this person and them being naive to it. Um, but even with Harry, I'm thinking Harry... Well, sh- they weren't married yet when when... Millie got that message. I mean, they mm. just started dating, and I would think, and as we've heard, a little bit on their Netflix stuff, but also other things, like the firm doesn't really get that involved until I feel like there is an engagement and things like that, right? Sorry, podcast pastry. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. But you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I would love, hey, Megan, if you'd like to come on our podcast and clear the air, we are here. We'll be nice. Listen to any of the other episodes that have been quite harsh on. Well, then she. I've always said she's quite attractive. Oh goodness. Okay. What 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 else do you got for me? Okay, so this is this is more of a just a little bit more out there, um, but it is more of a connection to the royal family and and this reality show. Um, So we're going to talk about education. Okay. So with the royal family, it's um, quite famous that a lot of them went to Gordston's. Uh, school in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm Started gonna, by Prince Philip, correct? He was the first one that went yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and then Princess Anne, Charles and Edward all went. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles notoriously did not like it. He was bullied. It was the worst times of my life. <laughs> Lost the accent a bit on that one. Yeah. Um, but I did want to show you as I'm going to talk. So so we've um, just started playing the Harry Potter game. Is it Harry Potter Legacy? Yes. Um I think we we did we did do an episode on this about the inspirations of Harry Potter um, from the we royal did. family. Yeah, we did. Um, so I'm going to show the Duchess some some of these schools um, that where the maiden Chelsea cast went to, as well as some of the royal families. Oh, I you said the skulls. I oh, was schools, like, oh schools. goodness. Um, okay. So they'll be called colleges here, but it, it it doesn't mean college like university. It means like your high school. Okay. Years. So the some of the high schools that these individuals went to. And, and the then bougie. the university. Yep, yes, the bloody bougie. But it's it's about the crossovers of the character uh-huh. of the cast members that the... aren't in these articles. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so Sam Thompson, um, he is uh, Louise's he, Louise Thompson's brother, uh, younger brother, brother. Uh, who comes in maybe to probably like season dates, four. Dates Lucy Watson's sister. Yeah, what's her face? Uh, I forgot. It's okay. Lucy's sister. That, that's all I ever knew her for. So. Fanny, Fanny Watson, I think. It wasn't Fanny. Anyway, so he he went to um, Bradfield College. Now this this place actually, I didn't. I used to live pretty close to. Um, Where is it in the UK? Just outside of Reading. Okay. So this is Bradfield. So I'm showing this to the. the is Duchess it like an all right boys sh- school? Um, no, I don't think Bradfield was. Uh, I think it's um, boys and girls, but it is a. Um, these are boarding schools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like Hogwarts. Yeah, you, know, you, you stay. Yeah. You don't go home after the end of the day. So, as you've got the, the chapel or the church here built into 
the, the, the grounds and another church here as well. You've got the cricket fields, like beautiful greens. It's kind of like a terracotta uh, orange tile with, um, I don't know, like what you say, kind of grey brick, but, but really pretty. And, and mm. almost there is aspects just with the high-pitched roofs that you can see. Mm-hmm. So guess how much a, a year it costs to go to this boarding school? Five hundred thousand pounds. Wow, no. Hundred thousand no. pounds. No, it's about fifty. Oh, I was going to guess fifty first, but I thought that was too. You just cheap. added another row. <laughs> um, another zero. So uh, then his sister went to Down House. Uh huh. Um, and that's about fifty grand, but um. Rosie Fortescue went there, but also... Oh, Rosie, don't like her. Kate Middleton went there. Ah, did they go there at the same time? Um, no, no, they're no, not the same no, age. They're not the same age, So, That's but true. no, they'd have been a few years apart. How, well, how it, much is that school? Uh, about 45 okay. a year. Um, and then Jamie, um, Jamie Lang, who also has a... Is that your favourite? Jamie's always been my favourite because I think he's the most real. He um, he also went to Bradfield um, College. No, sorry, he didn't. He went to Radley College. Okay. And that's about 50k a year. And it has... How uh, many years do they go here for then? Uh, t- f- uh, five. Usually okay. f- five or six. So, so 300, 250k. Yeah. yeah, quarter of a million. Um, and this, um, what I'm showing the Duchess here is... You know, similar kind of build, they have like a, um, you know, the red brick, the red roofs, um, and then it has 800 acres of farmland, cricket fields, just just beautiful land around it. I've got a feeling this is in Oxfordshire. Um, but, you know, really, it has a golf course as well. Oh, nice. So a, a lot of money. So I think a lot of people put them to these places to network mm-hmm. um, with... And know, get a good education. Yeah. Um, as a side. But I always think, you know, boarding boarding schools is a, a piece. Do you have it in the US boarding? I think, so. I mean, that usually it's like you go to boarding school if you've been like naughty and right. no one else will take you. But I couldn't imagine really not seeing the kids. Yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know, like, if you think about... I don't know, the, uh, I guess, politicians and stuff, if they do, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, usually, like, when you think of boarding school, like, your kid's been really bad and no one else will take them. Um, but I'm sure there's some that are high class. Yeah. So Especially, I, I would probably imagine, like, in the Northeast or something. I was going to say, like, the Hamptons area and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's always been a kind of a weird piece to me. So a lot People of People don't want to watch their kids. Pretty much. Um, so then Ollie Locke, who was one of the mm-hmm. original members, um, he... That you went to, to university with? No, that's that's Oliver Proudlock. Oh, Ollie Locke was friends with... Uh, B- Name starts with a B. She just had a baby. B- Bing, Bing, Binky. Bing, Binky. Yeah. So he, he went to... Um, uh, I think it was like Hampshire College, and it was twenty grand a year. Okay. So actually, that's not like. Yeah. I'm just trying to think how much we spend on our kids, and it's not outrageous. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Less than half of some of these other skills. Right, exactly, and that's boarding. But he actually shared a dorm with Alfie Allen, who played um, Theon in Game of Thrones. Ah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Theon wasn't the best character, but yes. Yeah, I mean, that's Lost his cool. cock. <laughs> um, so would you still consider that high class then? Or is that like high middle? Yeah, it, I mean, I was surprised when I saw it was 20 grand Because, because when you think about like, you know, if you're like high, high class going at like 50. Well, no, he, he wasn't. So his, his grandfather was um, a chauffeur to the royal family. Oh, nice tie there. Yeah. Um, so uh, Spencer obviously we talked about Eton as well as so I'm guessing his brother James went there as yeah. well yeah wait so his brother's name is James Matthew mm-hmm. Pippa's brother's name is James Middleton not a bit weird you're married no it's just very white no but very it's same. like the same name I don't know if I yeah, can do yeah, that yeah. right okay like, well you didn't side um, side side do you know how much yeah. Eton is it's not a hundred thousand. No, it's fifty. Oh, okay. But it's I think it's very selective and it's almost Oh, so you can't just get in. No. Like if we could afford that, we couldn't just say, Hey, we want to say you Americans, you guys are gonna pull a mockle on us. <laughs> um, so that's some of the schools. Uh Kagi went to Epsom College, which is actually where one of my friends went as well at the same time and knew Kagi. Um, that's around forty to fifty a year. Um, we talked about Oliver Proudlock going for Eton. Stewie Johnson, do you remember? Um, Stevie Johnson, do you remember Stevie? She, that's a girl, right? No, he uh. was like really, really nice, just like kind of playful. Sometimes the butt of the jokes. He's not a football player, right? Because that's what no, I'm getting. No, 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 no. Um, Stevie Johnson. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Almost like a little yeah. bit of a mullet, but really, really came across really yeah. nice. He went to Eton as well, so. A lot of these are Etonian boys. Uh-huh. Um, well, and if you've seen what what's that um, what's that show we just watched with um, Sienna Miller? Like that kind of school, remember on Netflix? The, the scandals. Yeah, the scan. Yeah, but that kind That's of school, like the where her husband went. Oh, you know what I'm. Well, talking. he was at Oxford. Oh. But if that was a college, yeah, uh, but it was anatomy of a scandal. Yeah, yeah, but he he went to Oxford. Um, Okay, so that's kind of the the schools. Um, But I thought the kind of tie with Kate and Rosie and Mm -hmm. Louise, they went to Downs, Um, and then obviously there's a lot of the Etonians. Yeah, that was kind of the the. The, the biggest connection. Well, yeah, and then so the circles Eugenie are really with, close with university and stuff. So let's talk about universities. So that's okay. the next section oh, okay. of it. Um, and I, when I was looking at, it, there was a strange trend. Where did Millie go to school? Um, okay. I mean, do you, do you want to have a look while I? I'm just curious. Yeah, but so um, Beatrice went to Goldsmiths, which is a college in London. Um, but that's where Rosie went as well, Rosie, Rosie Fortescue. Oh, okay. So she went uh-huh. to school where Kate did and then where Beatrice. uni where Be- Beatrice did. Huh. Um, now, the, the the strange thing is, so you, you'll know this, the, the Chattos, mm-hmm. which is Princess Anne's 
Chatos? Who the Chatos? Lady? Yeah, Lady. Oh, isn't that Margaret's daughter? <coughs> Sorry, Margaret's. So that, that Margaret's side. Um, her children, Sam and Arthur, um, went to Edinburgh University. Wait, are you talking about Princess Margaret? I her think children? so, yeah. Who, the Chatos. Like you posted something on them. The Chatos. C-H-A-T-T-O. T-T-O. The, the cousins of... Lady Sarah Chatto's son? Yeah, so she's a cousin to Charles. Yeah, so they're the grandchildren of Princess Margaret. Right. So Lady... Yeah, so she... Her parents are Lady Sarah Chatto um, and Daniel Chatto. And Lady Sarah Chatto is the daughter of Princess Margaret. So grandchildren of Princess Margaret. So the, the grandchildren of Princess Margaret... Um, Sam? Oh, shit, I can't read my, read my <laughs> There's mind. a Samuel and an Arthur. So they both went to Edinburgh University. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, it's not St. Andrews, but it's still kind of in that yeah. world. And then Amelia Windsor, mm-hmm. I think is another cousin of the, the royal... She went to Edinburgh. Okay. So tying that back into Made in Chelsea, you had Louise Thompson. She went to Edinburgh University, and so did Francis Ball. Who was one of the original? Oh, okay. So there's mm-hmm. a, a big chunk that went to Edinburgh University. Um, I used to race at Edinburgh at least once or twice a year, mm-hmm. and it is. Um, I mean, you, you we went to Edinburgh together, but the actual university is again very very Harry Potter like. And actually, I, I did want to show you. I had another picture. Um, so this is Radley College. Okay. Um. But doesn't that look like the Great Hall in Yeah, yeah. Harry Potter? Yeah. It's I think there's just so many pieces that, that Rowling um or, or what's it called? Joe. Joe took. Um Is that is that what people call her? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um so then we have some other connections. Um so Jamie Lang went to Leeds Uni. Um Okay. So did Keggy Dunlop. Mm-hmm. Guess where Spencer Matthews went? Leeds. It's not in the UK. Oh, where did he go? It's actually really quite close. Not in America? Mm-hmm. Like USC? Yes. <laughs> I could see that. See, he wanted to get back but to why, his why roots. Did you, why did you call, why did you, why did you, because you got that straight away, why did you think USC? Well, if you say it's close to us, that's probably the most popular school that, People not from the U.S. would go to. Yeah, it's a private. I mean, it is. I mean, it's pretty. It's pricey and it's private. Yeah. Um, and he's going back to his OC roots with Jason. Because <laughs> it isn't. So, it's I, University but, yeah. of Southern California for people that aren't familiar with what USC stands yeah, for. Yeah. Yes, University it's University of Southern, Southern California. Yeah, which is is LA, right? Is it South? Is it? Yeah, it's a, it's clo- yeah, it's Huntington, by LA. It's like yeah, it's, it's by LA. Yeah. Um, we have family that. So then there is, um, I'm just trying to think. So Andy. Wait, I would just like to take a step back there. So he went to USC. Huh? He went to USC. Spencer did. Yes. I would just like to say the college that I went to has beat USC several times at football. American football. Yes. Um, yeah. And I just want to make that comment that. We've beat Spencer Matthews College University. Sorry. Okay, we can continue now. 
Yeah, so remember Andy who dated Louise for a bit on the show? The American? No. No. The the the, the boyfriend. She had like quite a few yeah, boyfriends. Well, um he went to University of Leeds as well. So you had Jamie and Andy that went to Leeds Uni. Um then um I'm trying to think who else do we have on here? So then it goes into the Newcastle lot. So Oliver Proudlock went to New, uh, Newcastle University. Um, so did, there's a, a newer cast member um, called Sophie Hob- Hobbo or Habu. Mm-hmm. And then she talks about how she was, um, she lived in Jesmond. This is where all this, the, kind of the students live in Jesmond area. Um, and then two of the newbies went to Durham University uh, in Maiden Chelsea, which is a really, really good university. And that is where Harry Potter um, oh, was filmed. Okay. And some of the dorms are actually in the castle. Oh, that's neat. Which is really cool. Um, and then obviously Eugenie went to Newcastle. Uh-huh. Yep. So th- when you look at it, there's there's a very Edinburgh feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the curveball about USC. Um, but what all of these have in common... So from Edinburgh, Newcastle, Leeds, well, and then Ca- and then Cambridge is where Edward, um, Andrew, yeah. and Charles went. Yeah. So none of them went to Oxford, mm-hmm. which is strange. Um, I just love the connection. You know, there's like an indirect connection to Kate. Now we have family that went to USC. Ha! Indirect connection to Kate. Wait, like, we, we had family that went to USC. Yes, we do have friends as well. But yes. Um. Um, so yeah, indirect connection to Kate. That's crazy. So I think <laughs> when you when they look at it, what ties the, the boarding schools and they're all red brick. Mm-hmm. And when you go back into the kind of the nineteenth century, red brick, I think was probably. I don't know. I'm making it. Red brick's associated with um, the Russell Group, which mm-hmm. is the research group of universities at, at the UK. Mm-hmm. So they're all red brick built the same as is the that like your harvard it's it's not um we you know we'd have two you have your cambridge and oxford we, we have oxbridge you know it's oh. clusters that which would be the only two that be considered ivy league and then you kind of got Durham. is it like maybe stanford's it, i don't know good college like good colleges good, college. good yeah. colleges like if, if you if you went to a red brick leicester is a uh-huh. red brick from where um uh, shit, what, what did he call himself? My brother called himself on the... Uh, which one? Squire? Well, the Squire went to Liverpool, which was a red brick as well. Oh. Um, what did he the, the Earl, because was he was first, he first tried to be the Duke. Duke. <laughs> yes, the Earl. But anyway, so there, there is some connections, but I thought that my favourite connections that I didn't know about was the, the Downs... Mm-hmm. Yeah, school and um, how Rosie and Louise went there, and mm-hmm. Kate was there, and they're obviously all. Where did Millie go to university? Oh, um, it wasn't any of those. Okay, do you remember what it was? No, I don't remember what it was. I mean, it was. It seemed like it was a nice school, but <laughs> um, I don't remember the name. Well, yeah, I mean, I think in our little chart. So if I go back to this chart, so Kate. Uh, so Rosie is connected to Kate. Amber and Lucy Watson are all connected to Kate. Um, well, if you 
want to be rubbing shoulders with these, um, have quarter of a million or three hundred thousand dollars. For your children to go to school with George. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. Is that the episode then? I think so. With that, we'll be back next week. Oh, wait. What have you got? Oh, no. I was just going to give a little wrap up. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Let us know your thoughts on this episode and let us know if you know like any more connections with Made in Chelsea, Made in Windsor, and um, follow us on Instagram. If you want to see more of our content, Dutch and Baron, thanks again. We'll see you next week.